0: This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri with Brandon Rathart.
1: I have a dream that one day this nation will rise up and live out the true meaning of its creed. We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal. I have a dream that one day on the red hills of Georgia, sons of former slaves and
0: the
2: sons of former slave owners will be. Gathered at the table of brotherhood. I have a dream. My poor little children
1: will one day live in a nation where they will not be judged by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character.
2: I have a dream.
1: Today. Martin
2: Luther King in the famous I Have a Dream speech. Uh, a lot of offices, businesses are closed today in observance of Martin Luther King. Uh, wake up mid-Missouri. We're here open at eight seven four ninety three ninety. Welcome to the show. There's Stephanie Bell. Good morning. Mr. Brian worthy? back.
0: Uh, it's good to be back and a uh, powerful sound there. Yeah. it was it, it, Very it, powerful.
2: It, it, it was a great speech. It's a shame that uh, even today be to a political, well, it shouldn't be a holiday. I respect your opinion, but you know what? It is a holiday, so and what are you going to do
0: about it? It was signed by yeah. President Ronald Reagan, and who, Kate,
2: by the uh, way, you remember, he was not real happy when he signed it. Even the day when he signed it, he was like,
0: "Well." And they were com- the, the, the the worry was eighteen million dollars, which nowadays, I mean, it bit. If you remember, Katie Hall, the, the, and she was known for that bill from Indiana. She the ways she should get that could get it through to get republican support she had to move it to the third Mm -hmm. monday in january but it took 18 years after his death but it was he the president signed it he did have some concerns but
2: he did sign it but it took three years to implement i appreciate you being tactful he had some concerns i'll say he wasn't happy about it you listen to his speech before he he signed it it.
3: and it was governor john ashcroft that established mlk day as a state holiday in 1986
2: that's correct all right, so Brian Halsworth is back. There's producer Hannah. What up, yo? How, any highlights from your weekend?
1: Oh, uh, we are in the thick of wedding planning, obviously. Uh, we got to pick out our wedding bands. <gasps> really? Hey. Yeah. Congrats. Got to spend a lot of money.
2: What is that? Fun? <laughs> That's always fun, too. Uh, was this by committee or was it just the two of you? Could, it was
1: uh, just the two of us, yeah. The two
2: of us. So how do you, so like you pick out yours and he has say-so and what yours is going to look like. You pick out, do you have say-sos in each other? So you go, this is what I want and this is what I want.
1: Um, uh, For the most part, we kind of said, you know, this is what I want, but what do you think? And we were all in agreement, so it was good
2: communication about that there's mr john marsh he knows all about communication he'd been communicating the news here in mid-missouri for a lot of years highlight of your weekend quiet we're mass communicating yuck 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 uh i heard from all sorts of people i know all over mid-missouri and the state who had mountain lion stories yeah, going way back, and Grandpa had had calves killed by them up in, in Callaway County, and it was just a crush of them. I think there's more of them around here than they lead on. Yeah, or they more we just don't, or it's the same one. See them, or they don't get confirmed, or there might be somebody like, if, for example, my sister. This was in Silex, which is kind of outside the Wentzville Troy area, just. <laughs> Seven years ago, I saw right by her house and she had cattle and chickens and all that stuff and swore she saw a mountain lion. And of course, she's a cop, so I'm supposed to believe her. And she's my sister, so I'm supposed to believe everything she says.
0: I I believe it in that area, especially because they've been sighted near there.
2: But to this day, we still tease her like, you know, remember that day you saw a mountain lion? (laughs) Tease her for it. Uh, welcome to the show. My name is Brandon Rathard. If there is something that we can do for you, please let us know. 874-9390. 874-9390. Big story over the weekend. I can't wait till Tobler gets a hold of this this afternoon. Tobler Show weekdays, 4 to 6. Some more documents found. Um, uh, at, uh, and I don't even know which place it was this time. More documents. More and more people talking. You know, maybe the Democrats are setting up. Joe Biden. It's after the midterms. Uh, everything just seems right, and Democrats is what they're doing. Is they're looking at the facts, the facts of what has been the disaster that is the Biden presidency, and you can start with the economy, uh, and then you can go to the Americans that he killed because of his sloppy pullout in Afghanistan, one of them from Missouri, and then you can go to Russia invading Ukraine because of his sloppy pullout. That's according to NATO, not me. You can look at the economy. You can look at the another ongoing disaster Disaster, that more Democrats and even some of these uh, uh, news outlets are starting to, to to call them out on the border. And I think the Democrats, they're looking at all of these facts. And I hope more of the American folks. I hope more people that voted for Biden. I hope more people that are saying, yes, I support Biden. I'm- I hope they're looking at facts. And I think that's the problem with a lot of folks, especially when it comes to uh, to, to politics. You have a, a party of politics. They're, they're not based on facts. It's uh, Capricorns, Unicorns.
1: Capricorns? That was
2: intentional this time. (laughs)
1: This time, yeah.
2: I was trying to say Unicorns and Rainbows last week, and I said Capricorns. Those dang people born in January, they just ruined. But there's uh, so much of the the, the way they govern and what they want to do. It's about feelings, and it's about all this syrupy stuff and it just did did we can see we have evidence in front of us on a regular basis it doesn't work that way uh you gotta go based on um, on the uh, on the facts uh coming up a little bit later we're gonna be doing the morning bell business news little twist only stephanie bell can uh, can give you anybody do new year's resolutions as it relates to fitness
3: no everybody mm-hmm.
2: i can tell because i love i love this time of the year when i go to the gym
3: are we bragging about going to the gym again? It's
2: a humble brag. It's just another opportunity for me to mention. <laughs> like, you wouldn't know it, though. By the way, I talk about how often I go to the gym. Looking at me, you wouldn't know it, really. Because my pro- I love to exercise. And I do. I try it at least five times a week, at least 30 minutes, walk, go, to whatever. And sometimes that includes if, it's, if we have thunder, snow. You'll find me inside of a Walmart doing laps inside the Walmart to get in my steps at Bird galleries. Sure.
1: Wait, really?
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. It's a good place to oh, walk. Yeah. It really is. There's a lot of aisles. Oh, yeah. It makes me
1: think
2: of old
1: people me. at the mall. <laughs> yes.
2: <Yeah>. Oh, <laughs> believe me, I get the reference. Because I'll go now, I'll go and I'll buy something. I'll push a cart around maybe even. Because you know, otherwise, just some guy walking in. Creepy, creepy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Stranger and, danger,
2: <laughs> and avoiding the auto checkout. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, and I was gonna say, not even just older people that walk the mall. I I have only seen old ladies doing that.
2: Yeah, usually at the mall, they, and though it used to be. I don't know if they do it anymore, but like the malls would open up early, mm-hmm. uh for these uh, for for these mall people. walkers, mall walkers. You get in their way, they'll run you down. <clears throat> but, yeah, it's a great place to get steps. Um, you know, if you're shot, why not? Just keep doing the Walmart on Conley Road in Columbia. If I do the outside, it's about 860 steps inside yeah. the store, but doing the whole outside thing.
0: There was a famous character in a very popular show, to Hannah's point, and I agree with Hannah. I generally see older females like my <laughs> mo- like my
2: mother. I mean, you know,
0: but I will tell you that there was a famous character in a show that used to walk in a mall and uh, his name was Carmine Lupertassi. Carmine Lupertasi, and he played a mob boss on The Sopranos. He ran the New York faction, and he was this big mob boss. He ran Tony Soprano ran New Jersey. This guy, I, I don't know if any of our listeners even know who I'm talking about. Carmine Lupertasi. He ran the Brooklyn faction, but he was also known for going down to the mall and walking. And he really, and he ended up actually dying of a dying at a uh, a table at a golf course. He had a stroke on uh, in the show.
3: They kind of look alike.
0: Uh, Carmine Lupertowski, yeah, but he was a very, his real name was Tony Lip.
3: Well, I think, like, for New Year's resolutions, I think a lot of people try to, like, turn their whole life upside down and are like, okay, I got to hit the gym two (laughs) hours, seven days a week, and and then it's really easy to get discouraged because it's just, you know, these impossible goals, and I think what I learned over the last year, and it became kind of popular, Hannah, on, like, TikTok and Gen Z, like, hot girl walks or rich mom walks, and, like, (laughs) really, if you just get out and, like, think positively and and move your body, even if it's just walking, it's better than nothing right and so i've been doing a lot of walking and, and then i don't i also don't hate walking whereas like if you ask me to run i'm i'm crabby about it i don't like running i don't like to run either but um there was a new study out uh from columbia university last week and it was examining you know the effects of sitting because we all sit all day long i did upgrade to a standing desk a couple years ago and i will never go back love a standing desk um but they said that five minute walks every 30 minutes could help counter the effects of too much sitting. Mm-hmm. And so they said, you know, wow. work for 30 minutes, get up, take a quick five minute walk, come back. Um, and, and that's kind of in line with like what a lot of people do, the Pomodoro technique, where you do like a, 20, you set a timer and you work really hard, and then you take these quick breaks. And they're saying on that break, go for a walk. It lowers your, I think, cholesterol, but mainly like your your blood glucose. So it mm-hmm. keeps your, um, you know, for folks who are at risk of diabetes, really healthy to get just a quick walk. in.
2: Yes. I wonder how many <laughs> steps they're getting around the White House this morning, running for cover and <laughs> <laughs> you know, all that stuff. I didn't see uh, the documents. I huh? will bet they're <laughs> burning some steps there. And he, so here's the thing: there's um, so if you're you're new to Work it out and stuff. People, oh, no pain, no gain. Um, scientists are kind of reminding folks, hey, not really true. Like, if it really hurts, not always uh, uh, the case. But what I love this time of year, you go to the gym. Gym is packed right now. And then about February, it gets back to normal. But the challenge could be if you're super busy, and I look to my friend Stephanie Bell, incredibly yeah. busy, family, attorney, elected politician, wake up mid-Missouri host. You find the time, what do you do?
3: you stand up at your desk or you like, you can walk on the phone. A lot of times I'll listen to podcasts and stuff if I'm walking. So I'm, I'm always multitasking. I'm not <laughs> generally. Um, but yeah, it has to like get on my calendar and I, I haven't done a good job of it recently, but like it, again, back to the walking thing, one thing, one other workout that's caught like, that's gotten really popular. It's called 12, and you set your treadmill on an incline of 12 mm-hmm. and you do it at 3.0 speed and you do it for 30 minutes. So, I mean, I, I think the thing for most people is, if you're somebody who really wants to get a lot of stuff done, um, exercise will help you get more stuff done. It'll help you be less fatigued. It'll help you have mental clarity. It will help your mood. And so I know, like I'm functioning better if I do get in a quick walk here or there.
2: You know how so if you get people that tell you something, and you're like, "Eh," because you haven't experienced it yourself. You're like, "Yeah, I don't know if that's true or not." Well, for years. I always heard, man, if you get on just any kind of, even walking 30 minutes a day, slight workout routine, you will feel better constantly. I'm like, yeah, it's it's a load of crap. You know why? Because I wasn't exercising regularly, and I mm-hmm. and I started. It was about twenty over twenty years ago. I started making it a regular uh, a, a regular thing, and my goodness, like everything I did, whether it was mountain biking or skiing or everything I did became infinitely easier. I always felt better, and I get frustrated when I wasn't going to the gym. I'm like, oh man, didn't um, didn't make it to the gym. The other highlight from the weekend, I'd heard about this over the years, but. Like whatever, because it was a movie. The ending.
3: <laughs> <laughs> You're like obsessed with this movie. I think it comes up a lot. It was like a. It was at a formidable time in your life. I suspect.
2: Yeah, you yeah, know, it it could be. Well, I, it just the 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 take on the movie today. Maybe we should do this at eight thirty-five because I do want to get into the uh, morning bell with Stephanie Bell, but it has to do with the movie Titanic, and apparently there's an investigation not into the Titanic but into one aspect of the movie. that Geo is investigating. It's silly. We'll do that. Uh, Coming up at 8.35. This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri with Brandon Rathard. Next time for the Morning Bell Business News. We've got a little twist for you that only Stephanie Bell can give you.
3: Well, a big major retailer is changing how it pays hourly employees. And when I saw this headline I was like, hmm, maybe they're just like paying an extra hour, paying a flat rate. I thought it was going to be like some cool incentive because everyone's looking for for um, additional employees. But uh, I don't think it's that worker-friendly, actually. Um, Home Depot has decided uh, that they said, hey, we've got this technology now. Uh, It doesn't make sense what we're currently doing. What they currently were doing was you, your hourly rate, you clocked in and clocked out and they were rounding it up or down to the nearest quarter of an hour, 15 minutes. Um, And they said in other, you know, that's been pretty standard across industries, but other industries um, do something different, like to the 10th of an hour. That's what a lot of lawyers do. um, Every
2: six minutes.
3: Every six minutes. And they said, well, now we've got the technology that basically you're going to punch in and punch out and it's going to be, you know, on the minute, on the dot, no rounding.
2: That's interesting, so per minute. So let's say you make $20 an hour. And by the way, don't let me lie to you here. I'm not doing math on the fly. Stephanie and I did the math before we got (laughs) into this. Because of all of the intel you've got, producer Hannah and, and Marsh and Halsworth and Stephanie and me, all of the intelligence in this room, not one of us, not one of us is good at math.
3: That's like a long division. No, thank you.
2: Yeah. So don't let me lie to you. We did the math before. So if you make 20 bucks an hour and you're working at Home Depot per minute, you're making 33 cents per minute. Right. So you clock in and out on the minute. You know what? I, why not? It's exact, that's exact and accurate.
3: I think, yeah, I think so. And I would think, I mean, I think Home Depot probably made this decision because they know that it's a good decision in their mind and that workers are you know if i look at the clock and i know like oh i'm at seven minutes and if i wait one more minute i get the round up you know i'm going to take a quick potty break come back and clock out because i know you know i'm not going to clock in at four or clock out at 404 if i get it if it's rounds down Mm -hmm. um and so i assume from what they had Already, they knew that this practice was happening and that workers were taking advantage of the um, of the rounding up. So, yeah, I mean, get paid.
2: <laughs> I've done it. When the last, I've been years since I've had a job where I clocked in. But you did you you waited because, all right, um, now I'm after seven. That bumps it up to the next quarter hour.
3: Boom. Exactly. So I think they probably know it's a benefit to them. And I think, you know, it, should you get paid for time that you 're not actually working i don 't really think so um, I, you know so I think it 's probably an, a good move um, on behalf of the employer. I wonder now that they 've moved to that, whether other folks will You know, pick up on that and move to that as well. And I wonder what the reaction, if any, would be from, you know, employees or from places that are, for example, unionized. This
2: is Wake Up Mid Missouri with Brandon Rathert. If you put that out there, as in you're the person responsible for posting that, you have to assume everyone's going to take that serious. And and we do. I want the kids to understand this is not a joke. (coughs) If you put it on social media, you mean it. We're not going to take it as a joke. Callaway County Sheriff uh, Clay Chisholm. Uh, a couple days ago North Calaway uh, High School somebody put out some uh, some threats on social media they took action didn't the same thing just happen in uh California uh too there were some threats of social media or what happens
1: yeah I, I don't know all the details yeah. i believe it was snapchat
2: yeah Something like that uh and that's and that's the uh, the other thing I, i'm glad that he said this like it's not a joke you as a kid might think you're joking to put stuff like that onto the social media he says it's no less of a joke just because it's on social media uh, if you were to call the principal's office and say you know something you shouldn't uh, be saying uh it's just it, not funny and it's a pain in the rear end and you know the number of lives that that affects that Day, number one, you've got people getting freaked out, parents freaking out, students freaking out, no matter how viable or unviable the threat is. School officials, and then you got to get law enforcement called off the streets to go and deal with something that somebody put. That affects a lot of people.
0: And it takes them off the highway because some of those deputies work on the highway at 54 and 70 as well. Your point's very well taken, Brandon. The juvenile suspect, Andy Humphrey, reporting the other day for us that the person was released to the county juvenile office. I also remember a very recent one in Mexico. If you remember, right before Christmas, we had one in Mexico, Missouri, as I recall, was at the high school. And we had one at Hickman, um, November, as I recall. Um, And, and, you know, none of the just again, it was things posted on social media. But again, it does take a lot of resources. And then police had to, uh, you know, come in and uh, and provide patrols in the end there were no injuries but it is very serious and we'll see what happens apparently it was a juvenile taken into custody
2: All Right, does uh, brian houseworth producer hannah is here stephanie bell john marsh you monitor any more any more classified documents found on the president's person? Mm, no, but the day is young. <laughs> <laughs> I loved on the uh, on the Facebook over the over the weekend. People uh, were putting a What was it? They marked safe from classified documents. Saw that. Uh, saw that everywhere. My
3: favorite was a tweet that just said, "Hey, everybody, maybe we should just check your homes right now for any classified documents laying around." Okay, thanks.
2: Didn't Twitter <laughs> go after the Missouri? Somebody posting about the Missouri legislature dress code. Didn't Twitter
3: go after somebody for that? Twitter flagged it. In in a in a thing that I'd never seen before on Twitter, and it said more context. And so it was Representative Peter Meredith who basically said we're like Republicans are trying to make the dress code more strict, and Twitter put up this weird flag. You could click on it and said additional context. Actually, what was proposed was uh, you know an expansion of the previous dress code, um, and then cited an article actually out of the Post Dispatch, I think.
2: So, uh, so we were looking at some interesting which bottom this dress code thing, and it's. It gets so angry. We're used to it by now with these these uh, college grads that come out of these liberal universities. And the headlines, all these headlines uh, that they are writing. And, and th- there's nothing to this dress code story. But if you're uh, Forbes, you have Breaking the Clothing Police. Forbes. Breaking news. Breaking news the clo- that's from Forbes magazine. So you've got somebody who went to a liberal university, studied journalism. They think that is okay. Breaking
3: news. Our publication sucks and we need some <laughs> clickbait. They just want you to click on it. I mean, that's all it is. The headlines are ridiculous.
2: Viral moments. Politicians battle over dress code requiring women to cover arms, which that was already.
3: Yeah, you already needed to wear a jacket.
2: Amazing. All
0: right. Let's in, in the yeah, the, the it appeared to me the changes were very similar. If it basically the same policy, maybe a few words tweaked, but it did get a lot you're right, Brandon and Stephanie, a lot of attention. Uh, CNN over the weekend had a live interview on their show with State Representative Ashley awney from uh, Kansas City. She did, and it was her first nationally televised interview on this very topic.
2: Uh, We played some audio. This is from uh, uh, Fox, uh, not a Fox News, but a Fox affiliate in uh, St. Louis. Is that KDNL or KTVI, Fox in St. Louis? It'd Uh, be be Fox 2 in St. Louis. Here's how they covered it. Well, the
1: Missouri House had a debate, but not about laws this time. It was about what women are wearing to work. They've adopted a resolution this week, and the old dress code says women should wear dresses, skirts, or slacks with a blazer or a sweater. The new rules now say proper attire for women is jackets worn with those dresses, skirts, or slacks. Change proposed by a woman who was Republican uh, lawmaker, Ann Kelly. The men's dress code did not change, nor was it debated.
2: So, just what I'm hearing, uh, and if I'm overselling it or underselling it, let me know. But I love the, the end here. not change,
1: nor was it debated.
2: But the dress code for men wasn't debated because all men are misogynistic i'm, I'm assuming she's a liberal democrat who gra- graduated from uh, a liberal university with a degree in journalism professional
3: dress hasn't changed for men in a long time now the men's dress code was changed a number of years ago brian will remember this it was for senator perguson and right. senator perguson Bo- wore bolo ties and wanted it, and i guess somebody i think raised a stink oh, so they, they ended up changing the rules to allow a bolo tie. I will say, too, I mean, it just its petty. It doesn't define everything. You know, it says you have to wear slacks and a blazer. It doesn't say you have to wear a shirt. You know, like, I think, I mean, if we really dig down into the rules, dress professionally, dress with respect for the institution, have some decorum. And I think that's what we heard from Representative Reich this morning.
2: Letters. All right, let's open up the mailbag. We don't get any letters. Texts. Bunch of Facebook letters. messages. I'd even
1: read mail from a
2: cow. Eight seven four ninety three ninety eight seven four ninety three ninety. You never know when your tax could get included in the Wake Up Mid Missouri listener mailbag. We'll start with this. This was on TV, so I'm watching all the news over the weekend, waiting for another batch. No, can wait for another batch of classified documents to be found. And guess what? I'm watching the TV Saturday. Boom. More classified documents found. So while I'm toasting around TV, I see a previews for like, and I had to laugh because I've seen this debated over the years. Sure. But to this extent, uh, National Geographic is doing a special National Geographic. Love National Geographic channel. Uh, But they're doing a special Titanic 25 years later. And but what they're investigating. Anybody else seen this? What they're investigating because people have asked over the years, hey, at the end of the movie, why didn't Jack, played by Leonardo DiCaprio, get up onto Rose's door, the door that was floating in the... And people have been debating this for 25 years now. From James Cameron right on down. (laughs) Yeah. Which is, okay, internet chat rooms, I get it. People would probably laugh at some of the things I waste my time on, okay? (laughs) Stop it, Ryan. <laughs>
3: you said you you're found, not supposed to agree. I'm you said just you laughing. found like a Mythbusters on this. So I'm going to
2: research. I wanted to get some audio. I was gonna pull up the last scene. Mythbusters apparently did a whole thing on this. Would Jack
3: have survived if Rose had shared the door?
2: So, Stuart, in the mailbag this morning. Stuart says, Holy crap, I saw that. This is what occupies our collective minds life is pretty easy so they're doing an entire investigation to see if indeed that door could have supported two fictional characters in a movie that's 25 years old gosh all right what a steph you want to do the one that made you blush this morning no no Uh, i
3: mean you can do it but yeah it's never too early apparently to get roasted by your by the wake up family. They keep us humble, you know? Really? Seriously.
2: Um basically we got a text this morning. We we're talking about the mountain line that was spotted in mid Missouri last week and the number of stories that we've gotten since then from folks saying, Oh yeah, yeah the mountain line's all over the place, um, over the years, I shouldn't say all over the place. And so <laughs> Somebody are you cool with this? I'm
3: fine. Aaron, air, this was Aaron. It was it was funny.
2: All right. Uh Aaron was just making reference to Stephanie being a cougar.
1: Rude. Rude.
3: <laughs> Stephanie, Isn't your husband the same age as you? Yes. He very much so is.
2: So Aaron must be the younger dude uh to consider Steph a uh, a cougar.
3: I um Aaron also let us know that yes, he is aware and has gotten an excuse, not my dog ate my homework, but before someone has said, yeah, I uh, can't complete my assignment or I can't get to class because I got attacked by a dog. And so he's on my team there that, or a yes, cougar. Or a cougar, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, can't make, no. So I'm th- thankful uh, that Aaron shared that story because there are reasons to dislike dogs.
2: Steve, I love this from Steve. We were talking about uh, this woman on uh, um, TikTok. She's gone viral because, you know, when you have your kids, grandkids, we learned as kids, stranger danger. Be careful. But she's gone viral on TikTok because she got a little bit of a different take saying mostly watch out for weird behavior. And more often than not, it's, it's not the strangers sometimes that we need to be worried about as it relates to our kids. And she cited something about the number of, of kids that have issues, and it's family members. It's other family members that have been mm-hmm. doing this. So she was talking about um, strange behavior. We're talking about don't get in cars with strangers and all that. Steve text, 1980. Don't get in cars with strangers. 2000. Don't trust strangers from the internet. 2020?
3: What the hell? Contact strangers from the internet when you need a ride. And it, yeah, I mean... <laughs>
2: That's what we do now. Straight. Points for that, Steve. <laughs> I dig it. And then, um, did anybody have, uh, Hannah, did you see the text from listener uh, Bill? It's kind of an interesting one. It has to do with the show.
3: I did. An interesting one. It's, uh, I, I, it seems critical.
2: Well, and that's. I
3: would agree with
1: that, Steph.
2: Uh, and so that's how my initial reaction is, is because right away, if somebody says something that I'm like, oh, you're attacking me. And I go into the defense mode, but maybe the guy legitimately wants an answer. It
3: seems like how many people does it take to screw in a light bulb? Kind of. <laughs> it joke. Does. That's what I took away from it. Uh,
2: it's an interesting question. <laughs> huh. You struck a chord. <laughs> <laughs> This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri with Brandon Rathert. Enjoy. All right, some of the things we didn't get a chance to get to during the show. And there's a lot of things we didn't get to, but I did want to make sure that we got to uh, this. We were doing our uh, mailbags. That's why we love it. You know, we, the text, eight seven four ninety three ninety. Um and if you're a newer, let's say you're a newer listener, you one of those that's just you're you voted for Biden and you're shocked and disappointed at what's been happening, we want to welcome you into Wake Up Mid Missouri on 939 The Eagle and on 1045 News Radio 950 KWOS. We won't chastise you. We will welcome you aboard and uh explain this uh explain this um stuff. But leftovers, uh We do listener text sometimes. And that's why we encourage you to use that text. We might use it in the mailbag. Interesting question from listener Bill. And I don't know that we've ever gotten this question.
1: Well, and I feel bad now because Bill (laughs) texted again. Well,
2: the girl said, oh, I might be a little perturbed. And my initial reaction was... Because that's how I am as a human. I think if you're questioning me, you're out to get me. That's in my head. It's not real. And she texts. No, no, no. I'm genuinely curious about this question.
3: He says, good morning. I've always wondered why it takes five people to screw in a light bulb. No, <laughs> he didn't say that. But this is what it, it sounded like to me. I've always wondered why it takes five people on the air to do your morning show. He says, I can understand behind the scenes people, but why do you need five people? Hmm.
2: Uh, Anybody want to venture their, uh, offer their opinion as to... uh, Sure, uh, sure. Okay, go ahead. It's because we only work one-fifth as hard as our
1: listeners.
2: (laughs) 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 Makes it easier for all of us.
1: I mean, I don't want to get too deep in the weeds of behind-the-scenes stuff, but we talk a lot about what each person's role is on the show. Mm -hmm. And each of us brings something different to the table, and I think that's part of what makes us so well-rounded.
2: So, uh, the functional aspect of it is, uh, so you have Stephanie Bell, and myself, or and me, whatever the good or English is supposed to be there. So you have us two. Uh, and then you have producer Hannah, who is, just doing technical stuff, like a lot of all the, the...
3: Yeah, if you haven't watched on Facebook or YouTube, you should see how many screens she has and how many buttons she has in front of her.
2: Uh, so there's that. And then John Marsh, he's handling news for a portion of our listening area, as he has been doing for some 30 years. And I make the coffee. And John comes in earlier than everybody else. He gets here at about 250, so that when we start getting here at 3... We have coffee. Uh, Brian were same thing. He's handling a bulk of the news for another portion of the listening area.
3: And also helping out, like, multiple sister stations at the same time. Our news folks do all of that. So lots of stuff on lots of people's plates. But I would say, most of all, it's just more fun that way. More funner. It's way funner. I mean, you've been here when I'm not here or when one of us is out. It doesn't feel like the whole yeah. gang's here. And, it, you know, I've covered for you and not had a co-host and it just it doesn't seem as it's not as much fun
2: well and then uh, when i look and yeah we all have like different things like uh the historical knowledge from houseworth wow (laughs) and then the um the knowledge of what happens in jefferson city and places like osage county monoton cole counties and callaway counties and then steph's handle on on her thinking on politics and her knowledge of missouri politics and who the players are Um, And then Hannah's sense of uh, humor. It's like if you're you're making, uh, 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 I don't know, let's say you're making cookies.
1: Uh Uh-oh. You sure we are not making
3: carrot cakes?
2: (laughs) Let's say you're making Stephanie's favorite recipe for fruitcake.
3: For carrot cake. It does include pineapple, crushed pineapple in the carrot cake. It's what makes it good.
2: If you leave out the crushed pineapple, it just ain't going to be right. Hannah's the crushed pineapple here. (laughs) Stephanie's Stephanie's the sugar.
3: You're the nuts. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Brian's the cream
0: cheese.
3: (laughs) And Marsh?
2: Gosh, what am
0: I? You're the
3: carrot. carrot. There you go.
2: (laughs) You're the carrot. It's always being dangled out there for us to go after because we strive to be as excellent as you. You're the carrot dangling in front of us. On, on the stick but
3: more importantly and we're forgetting another the sixth man right like what is that the what do they call like the you, you 12th know, I don't, man sure, yeah, yeah the sixth man the wake up fam and what makes it more fun is when y'all are texting us like bill did this morning and everybody else it's such an important and fun part of the show and on mornings when you're not texting you might get a random text from brandon because he's missing you you up